So you're walking into a bar and you see this guy in a top hat trench coat decked out. It might be a Gucci trench coat. You don't know. All of a sudden you sit beside him. You ask for your little martini because you're about to get a little fuzzy because the quarantine is finally finished. And then he just slides over and he asks you a simple question. He pops open a briefcase. It's full of a million dollars cash. And he asks you this question. Hey, yo, flight crew. Do you, I will give you this a million dollars if you just pay me back the whole a million dollars in two years. That's the million dollar question he's asking you. Would you, flight crew, take a million dollars from a stranger or from anybody practically if all you had to do was pay back in two years? Now you scratch your head, it's free money, but of course, what's the point of borrowing money if you, you know, have to pay it back, right? Now he asks you, actually, I don't want to give this to you for free. At the end of the two years, I want 3% return on my money. So that means each year, you're going to have to basically not only pay back the million dollars at the end, but each year he wants 30 grand, which brings you to a total of a million 60,000 at the end of two years. Would you take the deal? They're letting you borrow this money. You see, I don't know why it was this month or the month before, but I have really thought about it and I came to this discovery. There is no more important thing in the, in the economy right now than credit. Matter of fact, if you're just able to borrow a lot of money, you're basically at the net worth of the money that you're able to borrow. So sure, this example of a million dollars, how crazy would it be to get a million dollars? But realistically, people get huge loans like this all the time. When you go to the bank and you get a $500,000 mortgage, dollar mortgage between you and your partner, guess what? That money has to be paid back over 25 years or 30 years or however long you get that mortgage for. And that huge amount of money makes a lot of people a lot of money. Think about it. You put 10% down on a $500,000 house. So you take a $50,000 damn payment, which is money you have, to borrow around four hundred over $400,000, which is money the bank has. Anytime your house makes money, basically you're getting a 10 to 1 return. And this is a podcast, so numbers are very complicated. All I'm saying is this. If you buy a $500,000 house... And with only 50 grand of your own money, guess what? When that house goes to 550,000 the next year, you've doubled your money. Leverage is a powerful thing. Credit is a powerful thing. And I've been thinking about it really, really heavily. We live in a society where literally the average return you could expect from the stock market it was around 8 to 10%. So think about why these hedge fund managers are becoming billionaires and millionaires. A lot of them didn't start these hedge funds as billionaires or millionaires. They got a bunch of money and borrowed as much money as they could from big investors, from big companies, 
They got this huge $100 million portfolio of people just lending them their money to invest. And they promised to get them like an 8% return while they're getting a little 1% to 2% return off that $100 million. You see, we, flight crew, should always not only be trying to increase the amount of money we make per year, but increase our access to credits in a year. Back to the original example where you could borrow a million dollars, where someone offered to let you borrow a million dollars from them. If they're only charging 3%, if you're able to make 6% or 8% from the market, think about that. That means you're basically pocketing the difference, which is 6% per year on a million dollars. How much is that? 60 grand. So think about this, right? There are people right now who go to work and make $60,000 per year. That is actually a lot of money. You're making $60,000 a year working 2,000 hours a year at your job. Now, some person that just has access to borrowing a million dollars, they're borrowing it for like 3%, maybe, paying 30 grand a year to borrow a million dollars. And then they're making like 8%. That's 80,000 extra dollars on that million. Now, 80,000 minus 30,000 is 50,000. That means they're making $50,000 by just investing someone's money for them. Now, of course, I mentioned the stock market, but people take million dollars. <coughs> Sorry, I just had a cough a little corona there. People take million-dollar loans and use them for other things all the time. Some people take a million dollars and start a business, whether that's selling cupcakes or selling, I don't know, consulting advice for businesses. Or, you know, some people will take that million dollars and buy real estate or buy storage units. There is so much things you can do with an access of credit. So one of your strategies should always be as an investor, how do I get more access to credit? Well, this is my strategy I'm using. A bunch of credit cards in Canada, and especially in the U.S., offer a promotional balance rate. They'll offer some sort of promotional offer. A lot of them offer, uh, one of the features is they allow zero balance transfers. Basically, what I'm they do is you can transfer like 10 grand off this credit card or whatever your credit limit is to your bank account for 12 months and it'll only cost you like 2% or 3% of that 10 grand that you borrow. So if you borrow 10 grand, 2% of that is $200. So for $200, you can borrow $10,000. And a lot of these cards let you run that zero balance transfer promotion till infinity. You can borrow that 10 grand basically when the 12 months is up, you just basically rerun that balance transfer back and then borrow it again. So every year, you know, the bank comes to you and says, do you want to increase your credit limit? How much do you want to increase your credit limit? And the rational person is like, yo fam, I already have 20 grand on my credit limit. I don't need any more. Now your psycho pilot flies Stewie. What he's doing when he hears that offer 
is now I'm like, no, you need to ramp that credit limit up. Because now I'm trying to get access to as much credit as possible. And one of the great things about this is when this whole market situation was happening around February and March, I and I saw the market dropping. I literally borrowed 30 grand from my credit cards. And I know you're hearing you're sounding this is sounding the same, but I literally borrowed 30 grand from my credit cards for 3%. 3% of 30 grand, $900. So for $900, I got access to 30 G's. And guess where most of that money went? You guessed it. Directly to the stock market. Directly into investing in companies and catching that bottom and buying a bunch of stocks discounted. <clears throat> now, 30 G's sounds like a lot. And basically what 30 G's is, is the amount of money I'm able to save every year from my job. So technically, if I don't, if I'm not able to pay that money back, I just lose a year of income. You know, if I lost all that money, I lose the year of income. But you see the magic of borrowing? See, I'm not borrowing to go on vacation. I'm not borrowing to buy some shoes. I'm not borrowing to buy myself a PlayStation. I'm borrowing money to invest using capital that I didn't have but have access to, to invest. And instead of me only making like 20% in a year off of 20 grand, now I'm making 20% in a year off of 50 grand. And you're seeing the magic. So my overall plan is every four months, I want to ask for a credit limit increase. I want to turn a credit card from 10 grand to 20 grand, from 20 grand to 40 grand, till all of a sudden, I have like $200,000 worth of credit available. Now, I might not be able to get it that high. Maybe the people are going to look at me and be like, AO fam, like you have so much access to credit. You are the biggest liability right now, and they're not giving me anything. Or maybe they're like, holy, this guy has all this access to credit and he always pays it back. Yo, give him a hundred grand because we know he's going to pay it back because that's what his credit shows. Either or, eventually I want to be that person who's able to borrow a million dollars and pay it back in a year. Because if I can make 20% off a million dollars, that's 200 grand. And all of a sudden... I'm one of those rich people who are investing credit card money or investing capital they can borrow and turning into liquid gold. And as always, flight crew, the best, most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. Why is that? That's because they never stop learning. See in a way, and and you know, when I talk about an episode like this, that talks about like a high risk, a more unconventional high risk way to make money. I want to preface it by really saying or preface, supposed to come at the beginning, but whatever. I want to preface by saying that this takes a lot of responsibility. This takes a lot of maturity. Having access to capital means you don't buy dumb things. Please do not. If you have access to capital and access to credit cards, don't put $1,000 on a Gucci chain. Don't put $1,000 on an Armani plane. Don't do those insane things. Plus, we out here rhyming. Please, if you want to actually make wealth, in this new decade, finding ways to get access to capital 
And then when you see a good investment opportunity, like, you know, a market crash, you being able to borrow all that money, trust me, borrow all that money and being able to just attack the market with it puts you in a great place to make money for the future. Anyways, flight crew, we got to go. I got to take off. The jet is about to leave. Make sure you hit that five-star review on iTunes and we got to take off.